Do you fear the zombie uprising? Are you prepared to survive what's coming? If you listen very carefully, you might just make it out alive. This is Zompocalypse Now. Here we are. Here we are indeed. Hi, I'm Timothy Harvey. And I'm not. He is, in fact, Dustin. And uh, this is Apocalypse Now. It is indeed. Well, right now it's Teenaged Werewolves Apocalypse Now. That sounds really teenage, not a thing. Teenage. Uh, the wolves that are teens apocalypse? No. It yeah, it, it, no, something like that. I guess we can I guess we can leave the name of the show's on Apocalypse now. For now, off the I guess, yes. Um, yes, we are, uh, this is episode nine called Memory Found, mm-hmm. or the Teen Wolf Clip Show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Although, you know, I guess it was good to see Dylan O'Brien and some of his greatest hits, because they showed some of his good stuff, some of his good old scenes. The scenes that he was good in. But it has the same problem with every clip show, which is we have a whole bunch of clips. Okay, so for those of you who don't know, I'm presuming you folks do, but we will explain for the the one person who's listening doesn't know what a clip show is. Uh, the clip show is what happens when you don't have any money. Mm. and Or you have to stretch your money because you got to have the money for the big finale. Now they do Now they do filler episodes. Yeah. Where, where like, they have, to, they have to have a certain number of episodes per um, whatever, per per season and they don't have enough story to go that far <laughs> so they do uh, clip like like they do a filler episode where like all the characters go to the beach or right. or something like that but clip shows are what they used to do in like the 80s uh on like sitcoms and stuff so you basically have the thinnest of storylines yeah. in the framework and then you'd have all the flashbacks to the greatest hits of your show right where the characters all sit around the table going hey do you remember that time we went to France? And usually it's something like, you know, the girlfriend and the boyfriend are about to break up. Mm-hmm. But they're going to remember all the things that made them great together. And by the end right. of the episode, they're back together because that's the way love works. Right. In in uh, On the Golden Girls, they had at least one clip show per season. And they always sat around. Like, it was like, oh, how are we going to, how are we going to fit? another person into our house because we've got family coming to visit. Oh, let's just talk about all the different times we had family come to visit. Right. So basically it's like a half a day's worth of shooting mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you're done. Um, and you can save your money for the big season finale mm-hmm. or the special effects thing you got to do or whatever it is. Um, sometimes clip shows are kind of cool in a way because they give you that sense when you've built up a, a history with a show. Right. You can have big emotional beats and things like that. Mm-hmm. It can be really, uh, you could, it, it can be done well. Yes. Most of the time, however, most clip shows are a, oh, it's a clip show. Mm-hmm. Great. And since I don't have the emotional attachment of Dustin to this show, yeah. significant chunks of this episode were, Just wait, like, what? Wow. <laughs> What's, what's what's happening? What's going on here? I'm so confused. Why are they in the tube again? What's going on? Because honestly, several of our characters today made some really strange decisions and said things that didn't make a whole lot of sense. Okay, so 
last week we we established that uh, it's all well and good that that Scott and and Malia and Lydia and Liam and all these people are still around and they want to fight the Ghost Riders, but Styles is the only one who can come up with a plan to actually fight the Ghost Riders because, um, well, everyone else just sucks at plans. Which is okay, sure. Yeah, we can. Why we can, right, okay. I've watched the show enough to know that that is the case, and. Uh, <laughs> Well, they decide that they have to suck Styles out of the magical bus station, right? Before they can try and suck anyone else. Personally, if I were Scotty, I would be like, "Okay, maybe let's start with my mom." Well, but see, clearly everyone knows that while mom is awesome and mom is cool, mom cannot save us all from right. the Ghost Riders. Yes, Scotty is the chosen. Scotty is not the chosen one. Styles is the chosen one. Right. And considering that Styles is like the one person on the show who doesn't have werewolf blood coursing right. through his veins, he's the only non-werewolf character. Yeah, non so. non-supernatural character. Um, so anyway, they go to Argent's underground bunker, and at one point, Tim was like, <laughs> "How many underground bunkers are in this town? Where are we?" And I was like, "There's a lot." And I started naming them off because the Hales had an underground bunker. <laughs> And the Dread Doctors have an underground bunker, and Argent has an underground bunker, and I believe that Derek Hale lived in the, in the subway station for a little while. Do you have any idea what it um, costs to build a proper underground bunker? I mean, we're talking super villain levels of money here. We are talking like, I mean, if all right, no, unless there are sharks underneath the yes. floor, then really, what's the point of this? But I mean, it's just like, yeah. okay, okay, sure. Okay, fine. Everyone in the town has got a bunker full of strange technology that people don't know how to use, but they're going to. Right. So Lydia's bright idea is we're going to stick Scotty into this tube that's going to help practically cry, almost cry, cryogenically freeze him to the point of death so that he can start recovering memories of Styles in this state. And so Scott jumps in... Hold on. Let's back up and review this again. We are in an underground bunker with a piece of technology we do not know how to use. Right. It has a start and stop button, which one of the characters actually says... Malia goes, oh, it might be easy. It's just a start and stop <laughs> okay. button. This is a machine they do not know how to use. Let me say that one more time. Right. This well, is a machine they do not know how to use. And the funny part about Let's that... put the character in it... <laughs> Turn it is, on. Is Malia's on one side of the machine <laughs> and she goes, Oh, look, it's just a start and stop button. Maybe it's easy. And Scott's on the other side of the machine. And there's like this just row of dials, <laughs> just like seven <laughs> dials in a row. And they all just have like numbers. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, with no, like, little, nobody took a, nobody took a label maker and nope. like labeled, mm -hmm. like, this is the, this is, you know, input. Not um, a little, not a little piece of, you know, tape or marker or anything. No. So, so instead, we're going to put him inside it. And we'll just wing it. And we're going to lower his temperature to basically this shy of death. Let's see if he can't remember. And cross our fingers, I think, yeah. is basically the plan here. Um, this is a terrible plan. It's just a, so you know. I've seen better. This is a terrible plan. I was just like, 
wouldn't it be hysterical if he like killed him right now? He's like, he died. And it's like, <laughs> what? Well, this show's would, over. Oh, crap. <laughs> this would not be the first time that Scott has died on this show. I'm just saying. If it, it were to happen. So <laughs> he got better at least once before. Yes, well, okay. His Again, with the power of love. I'm uh, sure. Yeah, this is, yeah, this uh, is the when power the, of love. When, when Theo convinced Liam to kill scott last season uh-huh which he did uh-huh uh or theo didn't liam did maybe theo did, did theo did it like liam beat scotty to a pulp and then liam showed up and finished the job uh scott's mother mm-hmm. and and styles came in and uh and used the power of love to bring scott back to was there huey lewis no okay no, Are we there sure? was there was a song that probably, if you listened to the lyrics, was was not appropriate for a scene of bringing someone back to life. <laughs> yeah, there was uh, a, there was a song used tonight, uh, "Kaleo's Way Down We Go," which is a song that should not be. It's, it's a song about basically going to hell. So, uh, yeah, sure, okay, fine. Anyway, so Scott's memories, the memories that he dredges up, or uh, see, uh, first, it's the season one episode where uh, where Scott has his first full moon and. And Styles chains him to the radiator, mm-hmm. which, and then stays with him all night uh, to kind of, you know, hijinks into that's season one, you know, whatever. But it's a it's a it's a bonding, yeah, friend growth moment. Right? Yeah. So it's it's an important first thing time to you the... had to chain your friend to the radiator. It, I remember that. I mean, mm-hmm. um, uh, the so yes, yeah, so I remember a... that too, <laughs> Tim. <laughs> it had to be done, Dustin, and you know it. So uh, then the next one is. Uh, season three episode where somehow through through again hand, sort of reasons they ended up at a haunted motel uh, it was a great one-off episode you would actually mm-hmm. have really liked it um, where this the creatures in the hotel the ghost or whatever in the hotel used its powers to like suck like bring up your the worst thing like that you could, mm, you okay. know, and and so style or Scott was so consumed by this for some reason that he was about to kill himself, and Styles basically was like, "I'm not gonna let you do this because I love you and blah blah blah." And, sure, you know, so mm. it was a good one, and so but that wasn't enough. That wasn't enough memory loving, right? So, but meanwhile, we're looking at this all through the context of him visualizing the memories as a. As a high school hallway with lockers mm-hmm. in it, and yes, it's not enough. Mm-hmm. So somebody so else has Malia, to go into the box. Get, Malia has to go in. Get in the box. Get in the, the box. Get in the damn box. <laughs> so Malia takes off her shirt because that's what you do. Well, that's what you do. Scotty took off his shirt too, and that was unnecessary. Yes, but oh, and let's also point out the fact that this is supposed to be cold. Oh yeah, and there is no indications at any point at, at any point at all that he is ever cold. Mm. He's like he's he's gonna freeze. And he's like, oh yeah, I'm supposed to shiver. Yeah, yeah <laughs> like he has one shiver moment where he like looks at his hand and like it shakes fairly. Yeah, clearly, clearly it wasn't that cold. Um, so Malia gets in, and her visualization is a library, a library which is possibly the worstly organized library in the history. Well, it's of the ever. it's the Beacon Hills High School library that they constructed specifically and. And so, anyway, they go uh, to the... She goes to look at books. Right. And she remembers some things about him being her anchor. And, 
like this one time when she was poisoned by mountain ash i can't remember why i don't remember how they got poisoned it was during the season with the uh with the benefactor where they had all these supernatural assassins come okay and sure one of them posed as a physics teacher and then somehow you just cannot trust the teachers in this town no you cannot you do not touch the teachers in this town oh and it was the physics teacher mr what's his name posted as physics teacher too and i what was what was the Dirac? She what was saying teacher. science is bad. Was, is that what they're saying? I in think the show? she was the English teacher. Science is good. Science is very good. I think that the Dirac was the English teacher. Okay. So anyway, um, and then they had a teacher that was a Kitsune or the married to a Kitsune or something. So that was sure. Fine. Okay. Um, so anyway, uh, the teacher somehow injected mountain ash into the whatever to make all of the supernatural creatures die. And since sure. Styles is not a supernatural creature, he was not dying from Mountain Ash, and so he like told Malia he's coming back for her, and then like went to go do a thing and save the day. Uh, sure. and, but, okay. And that was almost enough. Right, but, but there was a shaking. Yes, you can see the, the light noise. coming through this bunker. By the way, has a skylight. I'm not sure how that works, but anyway, um, yeah. Do not stare directly at the set design or the mm. plot. It's a gorgeous set. It's though. a great looking set. It's a you know, and especially considering that it's a cool box that no one knows how to use or mm -hmm. or anything. So then they decide they have to put one more person. Well, well not in the box. No, Lydia can't Lydia go, can't in, the go box in the box because she's her her supernatural powers are mental. So if she were to go in the box, she would die immediately. Uh, so for they... reasons because no one's cold when they're inside the box. Well, Malia almost, like, Malia's, like, hand got a little frostbitey, and there was, like, a weird, like, thing. So, no anyway. No shivering at all. So, they light a candle for Malia, and she writes down this <laughs> script, or for, for Lydia, and she writes down a script of what you're supposed to say, and she hands it to Malia. It's like, read this script, and it'll help me go under. And Malia is like, imagine you are in a room. And so <laughs> Lydia takes the script away from her, gives it to Scott, and so he leads her down the rabbit hole he to where... He has a smooth and sonorous voice. Yes. And he's able to bring her to a state of relaxation as she stares at the candle. What are you doing? <laughs> Stare at the candle, Dustin. <sighs> Get in the box, Dustin. <laughs> <laughs> Unchain me from the radiator, Tim. <laughs> So, anyway, uh, so she goes through this whole thing, like, she remembers how goofy he was, and how, like, he was the only one who, like, got her, and, and all this stuff, and then the thing that triggers her is she remembers that he was having some sort of panic attack, and I believe the panic attack was season four, uh, after they had used another ice bath to get some sort of thing to happen, okay. uh, to save their parents, Styles and Allison Argent and Scotty, their parents were kidnapped by the Duroc, who was a corrupted druid. Mm -hmm. And she was going to kill them to bring power back to the Nematon, which is a, a tree that s draws myth mythical and supernatural creatures to Beacon Hills. Sure. Uh, so, uh, Scotty and Allison and uh, Styles went into like a suspended animation through an ice bath to connect to their parents, and that also, uh, and so anyway, so all that's to say <laughs> that <Okay. laughs> then later they like started having all these like hallucinations and stuff because okay. when you open a door to that universe, that's going to cause stuff to happen to you. 
And so Scott or Styles was having this hallucination and Lydia took him into the the lacrosse dressing room and she calmed him down. She kissed him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she, up to that point, had always been like, ew, Styles, no, go away. Ew, no, what? Right. Stop. What? Ew, gross. Why? And so then they kissed. She kissed him. And then she says she, out loud to Styles and or Scotty and Malia, uh, that's when everything changed. When I kissed him, th- that's, and you really, like, that's one of those things, like I've said before, the, you know, Styles and Lydia are like the end game couple. They're the the main couple. Sure. And okay. uh, so that's probably when that's kind of when that started. It's when and she first fell in love. When she first realized she had more feelings for him than <clears throat> than she thought she had. Right. And then it showed flashed some other things where he was doing super great things for her. She was doing super great things for him, and and that the power of love opened the portal and they go out the door and the portal's there and somebody comes through it but we don't see who it is <laughs> so they're like walking up to the door and they open the door and i said wouldn't it be awesome and that's yeah. like if the other side is all ghostwriters i'm like yes yes because oh, well meanwhile yes meanwhile uh liam and theo are fighting off ghostwriters and they tell okay, first but first yes yes okay you go ahead so first uh, uh sheriff straczynski Straczynski? Stalinsky. Stalinsky, thank you. Um, they decide that they have to go, well, no. He doesn't want to let him out. Right, you don't want to let Theo out of prison. He does not want to let Theo out because Theo, Theo. Uh, Theo is a bad person. But he's talked into it, and so he goes there, and he's got the key card, and he's like, let me out, let me out. And he's like, I don't really want to let you out. Mm-hmm. You're kind of a jerk. Right. <clears throat> and kill people. He's like, no, no, you have to let me out. I've got to help. He's like, um, you know what? I don't think I do. And he goes, you know, hey, wait, tell me one thing you remember about my son. Because the whole point is to remember his son back into existence. Yeah. Into this side of the this side of reality. You know, it's, can this guy actually help us at all? And he's like, um, you have a son? I, I don't. I don't know. Uh... Well, remember Theo was in 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 limbo for the whole time. That... Yeah, but even so, I but mean... he remembered. He remembered Styles. Oh yes, yeah, so he said it. He said He goes. Uh, he's he was really smart. And I'm thinking, oh, this cannot possibly work. But then he says he was smart enough. He was the smart only enough one not smart to trust enough me. not to trust me. And that right. was the truth. Like right. every other character was like theo showed up and he's like i'm a werewolf and everybody's like welcome to the werewolf club <laughs> and styles was like just we we just finished fighting an entire pack of alpha werewolves who wanted to kill us mm-hmm. why do you want to trust this dude and uh so anyway yeah so that happened so um, they go to get they, out of and, the <laughs> and they open the door they, they hear, there is no they, they hear the lightning and right. they're like oh how many ghost riders are there and uh, and Theo and Liam are like, oh, like there's five or six, yeah. five or six. They open the door. There's like fourteen of them out there. <laughs> and like, uh, oh crap! <laughs> so so and they're Zelensky, and they're all got the guns pointed right yeah, at him. So right. Zelensky gets shot and blinked out of existence. And so the rest of the episode, Theo and Liam are kind of running around trying to not get caught by the Ghost Riders and like fighting about like who is gonna sacrifice who so the other person can get away right so while you have while you have our our other characters off trying to do sh- dubiously thought out plans involving death cabinets yeah. um these two 
their own dubious plan. <laughs> this, yeah, just ridiculously dumb plan. So they go right into the hospital. Um, well, they drive to the hospital, actually. They steal a police car after having a complete Keystone's Cops moment with the uh, keys. Yeah. Uh, because, I, you know, these are apparently, like, intelligent human beings and cannot figure out what a car key looks like. Right. But anyway, they discover that you can run over a Ghost Rider. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the music dramatically swells and then cuts off because... It well, there's wasn't this, much of a seat. They find out that there's a lot of ways to kill a ghost rider. Like you can right. shoot one with their magic guns. You can stab them. None of which the... they ever they take advantage of. They discover all these things by accident and then promptly do not do them again. Right. So anyway, they get to the hospital. Um, turn on the turn on the the siren for the ambulance. Right. The idea there to draw the ghost riders to them yes. because that way they're not going after Scotty. Right. So they're hopefully going to give them time to to remember Styles. Because at this point they're the only ones left. Yes. Nobody's left in this town. Yeah, there's a great moment where Stalinsky, Sheriff Stalinsky's like, um, why would I trust Theo when I have a mm. when I have a room full of armed deputies and they open the door and there's nothing like, all <laughs> they're all gone. <laughs> like Yeah, so that was funny. So they are running through the hospital and they decide their 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 uh, their big plan is to well, to go down to the morgue. And hide among the dead because, of course, the ghost riders come after the yes. living. Yes, and if Theo doesn't know, or Liam doesn't know that Theo's whole limbo, hell, purgatory thing was coming out of a, a morgue drawer and having his sister rip out her heart that is inside him. Right. So he's having like visions of this because, of course, he's not good uh, connections in his mind. This is a. This turns out to be a not very good plan. Uh, so they bicker and they fight and it's just like for the love of God just mm. kiss already <laughs> and yeah. I mean it's it's kind of silly but they quickly find that the ghost riders have come and right. they're all over the place and now we must fight right and there's fighting and these guys oh wait no I'm sorry they're hiding from the ghost riders and the ghost riders are moving through and they don't see anybody and they're hiding and they're hiding, and suddenly they burst out of the morgue with a gurney, and they push the ghost rider up against the door, against the wall. Right. And that's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, um, this is a terrible plan. We Why made we do a mistake. This? <laughs> we made a mistake. <laughs> and uh, so then they have to fight the ghost riders, and in the end, Theo sacrifices himself so that Liam can escape. Again, after Theo discovers that he's got a, uh, is it a bone saw? Yeah. Takes it and basically chops it into the neck of the ghostwriter, who goes down and dies. Right. It's like, well, wait a minute, you can kill these guys. He then leaves it stuck in the guy's neck while another ghostwriter dies. Well, again, him. It's, it's, it's horror movie rules. Yeah. You can hit, you can hit the killer with a golf club one Once. time, <laughs> but you can't continue to hit him until he's, his face is a puddle. Because then how is he going to continue to kill the children? That's true. Okay. So it's the same kind of thing. You can realize, oh, I can stab the Ghost Rider one time. Well, then Liam discovers that if you shoot a Ghost Rider with their own gun, yeah, it, they, they, they burst die. into green and disappear, just like everybody else. Well, he does that twice and then puts the mm-hmm. gun down. But if you'll remember, Scotty pulled a gun off of a Ghost Rider once already. Mm-hmm. So I think that that, again, you know, it's it's basic drama rules you show a gun in in act one you have to shoot it by act three and of course I think, yeah and it's this is another moment where we're realizing oh hey we can use these weapons against these creatures except they then promptly forget well, to do it 
Yes. Anyway. So anyway, yes, the, the big dramatic thing where they get to the elevator and Theo sacrifices himself in a moment of I altruism. I suppose this, we're supposed to feel good about this in some uh, way. Yes, that's a question mark. Altruism. Um, altruism? Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure if we're supposed to be like, okay, oh, good for you. Anyway, uh, Liam is not uh, eaten by the Ghost Riders or whatever it is they do. They eat them, right? But yeah. Isn't that what... <laughs> but then, like, he's still trapped in the hospital with, like, 16 ghost right. riders. Because it's so who, funny. Because... Who are now going to notice the moving elevator, by the right. way. The, funny, that's the funniest thing about this particular the B-plot is that, like, like Liam and Theo, like, take out two ghost riders, and they look at each other like, wow, we did it. And then they, like, five ghost riders come down the hall and, like, oh, right, we forgot yeah. there's, like, 17 of them now. They, yeah, they do have a very short attention span on on thinking they're getting away or succeeding so anyway, in any way, shape, or form. Uh, at the end of the episode, they are standing, Leah, or not Leah, uh, Scotty and Lydia and Malia are standing in the hall, and there's ethereal light, and somebody comes walking out, but we don't see who it is. And I have a theory about who it really is. Oh, you do? I think it's Bob. I think Bob it's... from accounting. Bob from accounting. He's like, what am I doing here? Hi. Yeah. Like, somebody Hi. uh somebody summoned me. What? I'm, I'm Bob from accounting. Somebody the power of love brought me back from the netherworld. <laughs> well what? Who are you? I really like I really uh am very interested to find out what Dylan O'Brien has been shooting this entire because he was in the first episode, mm -hmm. and then there was the spotlight episode where it was all basically him. Right. And then that's it. Like, this episode, he was all clips. Mm -hmm. So he hasn't actually been on the show. This is the ninth episode, and he hasn't been on the show at all this whole season. So I'm wondering what he is shooting, like, what is what his project was that he needed to not be around. Because he's honest like he's the the one the kid on the show that is gonna probably have the best like film the breakout career, career. Like, the yeah. breakout career uh he was in maze runner the two maze runner mm -hmm. movies yeah. and he was in a really dumb movie with vince vaughn and a wilson brother and i don't i can't really think i've seen most of these actors outside i mean yeah. the actually uh the sheriff i've seen in other places right but I'm... Melissa Ponzio is a great TV actress. She was on Walking Dead. Mm -hmm, She's right, a regular yeah. on uh, on Chicago Fire. Right, yeah. Um, so, like, and she's a regular on this show, and they worked it out the, the so that she could be on both shows, mm -hmm. um, which is great. Well, that's one of the things, like, every once in a while, Melissa will be like, I'm going to, I'm gonna, I'm going to work. And you're like, oh, so you're going to go be on Chicago Fire. <laughs> you know, you're going to shoot your Chicago Fire episodes. Um, so... Uh, and then Deaton, who has not been on the show a lot, is the vet and the slash druid. He it plays Father Gabriel on The Walking Dead. Right. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, the guy who plays Peter Hale does a lot of commercials. Right. You've seen those. Several of those. Um, Lydia, the uh, Holland Roden, who plays mm -hmm. Lydia, doesn't hasn't done anything else, but she's like a main character on the show. She's the female lead. Right. Yeah. So, you know, she's going to be committed to this. Uh, what was her name who played Alison Argent? She quit the show to get to see if she could like get 
some other stuff happening and mm-hmm. never did. And so I don't know what's going on with her. Anyway, uh, so they do some stuff. They do some stuff. Shelly Henning, who plays Malia, uh, has been in some movies. Okay. She was on uh, Pretty Little Liars or something for a oh, while. Oh, okay. Another show I don't watch, so yeah. that's why. Something. Some other teenage drama. Are you just waiting for me to continue to <laughs> rattle them off? Um, Name them all, Dustin. Uh, well, Name uh, them all Tyler, and you'll never be unchained from this radiator. Tyler Oakley. <laughs> I'm I'm working my way through my uh through through with this nail file, so we'll see. Uh Tyler Oakley uh was in Made in Manhattan with Jennifer Lopez. Oh, okay. Uh she played her he played her son. Oh wait, what? Which, he played <laughs> uh-huh. Jennifer Lopez's son when he was like eleven in Made in Manhattan. Oh wow. And now he's old enough to date Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> They were on, like, the Teen Choice Awards or something together. And okay, that says something about Jennifer Lopez's dating history. No, but she, they're not. I'm just joking, I'm just saying. But, yeah. Yeah, still. Um, gosh, remember when she was a really good actress? I still think she's a good actress. Remember when she had, she's getting good work? Well, yeah. That was a long time ago. If, I was talking, a good actress. I was talking to somebody about this the other day. Like, when Jennifer Lopez makes music, mm-hmm. I'm just like, ah, oh, please, put on a top. But when she's making movies, I'm like, okay, yeah, I can I can watch a Jennifer Lopez movie right now. Yeah, just, you know, she used to be she used to have better choices, right? For, for yes, but, but well, but she's in her forties, and you know what happens? Ah, even so, I mean, she's, she's gonna have a she's gonna have a resurgence when she's fifty or something and start winning Oscars, as, as I think she should because she is a good actress. But um, so, so this is this has been Jennifer Lopez chat. I on guess. Apocalypse now. Well, because I mean, there really isn't else, anything else to talk about this episode because it is a clip show, uh-huh. and like and we clip, covered most of it. And like clip shows, the the framework is actually pretty flimsy once mm-hmm. you look at it. I mean, it's it's our heroes doing questionable things to fill the time, right? Until the big dramatic moment at the end where the light is coming through. And Bob from accounting steps in and goes, why am I here? Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, we're doomed. <laughs> we're doomed. <laughs> Damn it, Lydia, you said you were in love with Styles. <laughs> uh, but that's one of the things I can, I don't, they're not going to address it at all. I have this weird feeling they're not going to even, but Malia mm-hmm. is actually Styles' girlfriend. Right. And Lydia is all like, and they've had a couple of like wincy moments from Aaliyah tonight where where Lydia's like, I never told him I loved him. And Lydia's like, uh, uh, I, I'm pretty sure I remember that I was the one dating him. Uh, see. Yeah, someone's heart is going to get broken at the end of, of next episode because it is 10 episodes. Next episode is the 10th episode and then there's the break. Yes. And so... I'm suspecting they're going to wrap this all up in the next episode, because um, I don't I, I I don't know how you can drag this storyline on for too well, much more. I I would like to think that they're going to wrap up the Ghost Riders. Right. No, I mean obviously they have ten more episodes because it's a twenty episode yeah. season. Yeah, and I think that in the next they're setting up because they've they're going to wrap up Ghost Riders next week, and then the last ten or thirteen episodes are going to be taking care of our zombie Nazi werewolf. Right. That Ten episodes? Sense. Yeah, it's something like that. No, I mean, but no, it'll I mean, be in the yeah. summer. Werewolves at the beach. I wish. <laughs> it's gonna, no, it's going to be like, 
how are we going to graduate and also fight a zombie Nazi werewolf? That is literally what it's going to be. There's your prediction, folks. Yeah. Well, we will be back next week with more uh, teens that are wolves uh, and their adventures friends and, families. and their friends and families uh, with more zombie werewolf Nazi things and, and writers of ghosts and shirtless uh, uh, hellhounds. And I imagine there'll probably be a plot a little more. Yes. We're going to wrap it thing up. We're going to wrap next it up. Next week. So, in any, way, in any event, this, uh, again, it's a fun show. And if you're not watching this, uh, I, I presume you are because you're listening to these reviews. Otherwise, you just think we're fun to listen to our dulcet tones. Mm -hmm. um, but, uh, yeah. So, we'll be back next week with Riders of the Storm. Yes. Next week's episode. And thank you for listening to Zompocalypse Now. Thank you for Dustin. Thank you, Tim. And if you guys find us on iTunes or podcast.com, please rate us, say nice things. Uh, that we would appreciate that. We'll see you guys next week. Yay! This has been a presentation of HorrorForMe.com. Copyright 2017 by Flaming Dog Media, LLC. All rights reserved. No portion of this program may be retransmitted without the express written consent of Flaming Dog Media. You're listening to Horror For Me Radio. <laughs>